Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And you know, as a business owner, you have to make decisions. It's part of the job. But did you know that some people do it better than others? If you want to learn how to be better at that decision making, then you need to listen to today's conversation with Andrea Libros. She's a business and life coach specializing in empowering female entrepreneurs to infuse momentum with action so they can drop the drama and figure out how to think like a CEO, manage like a CEO, and believe in themselves to achieve success at work and at home. Beyond her coaching, she's a dynamic speaker and engaging host of the Time to Level Up podcast, and she has a new book that she's going to share a little bit from with us today. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lorraine, for having me. All right, let's start off with the title of the new book. The title of the new book is a long one. It's kind of a mouthful, but I couldn't say it any other way. So it's She Thinks Big. But after She Thinks Big, there's a colon. So She Thinks Big, The Entrepreneurial Woman's Guide to Moving Past the Messy Middle and Into the Extraordinary. And that's really what we're going to talk about today, this idea of thinking big, of learning what big thinkers do. Yes. And before we started talking today, you said that there were four things you wanted to share with us. So first off, what's a big thinker? So I think you could define it, define it in lots of different ways. But I think the best way or the easiest way to think about what is a big thinker, a big thinker is someone who is making decisions based off of their future, I call it the future you. So it's the you a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, who is living the life they want to live, who has the business they want to have, versus making decisions from the past or from even the present you. Because the present you likes to just kind of usually stay where they are in a sense, because it's comfortable. Even if it's not great, it's still comfortable and familiar. And they and they don't necessarily want to go to that future you. But big thinkers always, I would say, what, what would your future you do? That's what a big thinker is. So I am interested in really embracing this idea of being a big thinker. Are there steps I need to take that can help me shift my mindset? Yes. So I think there's four things you can do. The first is I like to say, consider all your thought options, okay? So whatever we're thinking is really optional, even though we don't necessarily embrace that, right? So, and how we feel is is very much triggered by the thought we're choosing, okay? So if you don't like how you're feeling in a certain situation, you can choose a different thought. And I love to say thoughts are just like, they're like spinach squares and shrimp uh, cocktail shrimp and bruschetta on a tray. Like you're at a wedding and a guy's passing around hors d'oeuvres and he says, take one. And you look at the tray and say, hmm, which one should I have? Those are like, those are all your thought options. You've got thought options. So that's number one. Okay. I want to ask you about that. How do I select a thought option? Because thoughts just sort of pop into my head and they're there. Yeah. yeah. So you just, you have to select the thought that's going to trigger or give you a feeling that's going to drive the action that's going to give you the result. So it's kind of like a chain effect here. But if you don't like the result you're getting, if you don't like how you're showing up, if you don't like 
um, what is happening, then you've got to go back and say, well, the only reason whatever is happening is happening is because of what I'm thinking. So what thought is going to give you a feeling of maybe confidence or determination, or I like to use the word discipline a lot, or committed? What's going to give you that feeling that's going to drive an action that's going to lead to a result? So you've really got to assess, kind of think about the end results when you're choosing your thought. Okay, so I have to really start shifting my attitude to think of myself in a certain way because that's how I want to ultimately show up. Yeah, I yes. If that I mean that question I ask a lot of my clients, how do you want to today? How do you want to show up for your client? How do you should want to show up for your kids or your family? And that is like a very that's a very powerful question. Awesome. All right, so that's the first step. I've got to start shifting my thoughts. What comes next if I really want to be a big thinker? You've got to target the real problem. So number 2 is targeting the real problem, okay? So instead of beating around the bush or telling me all the little details. You know, lots of times people give me the whole backstory, okay? What it really comes down to, the real problem 99% of the time is the fact that we don't want to feel a negative feeling. The real problem is that we don't want to feel a negative feeling. But if you think about it, is the negative feeling really the worst thing we can experience? The answer is no. So as small business owners, we're making decisions all the time. And a lot of times the decision we should make might not feel so great in the moment. And so we avoid it. And we blame, we, you know, we said the problem is something else. It's the timing. It's the economy. It's the client. They're making the decision, whatever it is. Nope. The real problem is that you just don't want to feel uncomfortable or um, maybe a little bit of, you know, losing control or you don't want to feel frustrated. That's the real problem. I'm having a moment where I'm feeling a little guilty because I know that I do that. I know that I avoid tasks that make me uncomfortable, even though I know I have to do them, I will find all sorts of things to keep myself busy yes. and out of that space. Yes. I call that buffering. And we can have a whole other podcast on <laughs> keeping you out of that space. But really, I mean, we're human, right? So we don't want to feel these things. Like, who? No one wants to feel this way. But if you really think about it, you know, it's kind of that three seconds of courage for three years of happiness or whatever the saying is. That the real problem is never about external stuff. It's usually about an internal feeling. So that's number two. Okay, that's number two. So now what's number three? Number three is embrace ambiguity, okay, or uncertainty. So uncertainty is real. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen in the next hour. And it can be a constant fear if we allow it to be. But uncertainty and ambiguity are really inherent in being a business owner. Like they never leave. You always have the unknown and even the unknowns about the unknowns. Mm -hmm. So recognizing that, you know, you'll never have all of the information is super important. A lot of times my clients will say, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, but I'm going to think about it. And then I'm famous for saying, what exactly are you thinking about? You know, what do you, I, I'm all about thinking about things too, clearly, but what exactly are you thinking about? And usually they don't, they don't have a good answer to that. 
what they're really doing is trying to harness that negative feeling because they don't want it to be there, right? So you're never going to have all the information. You might as well embrace the uncertainty. That's the third thing. Because big thinkers, like if you think about it, going back to that future you, we don't know exactly what's going to happen in the future. We don't. No. So you've got to be okay with that. Absolutely. Okay. So I it, I am willing to accept that I'm not quite sure exactly where we're going, but I have a general yep. direction and I'm going to plow ahead. What's the last thing I have to do if I want to be a true big thinker? If you want to be a true big thinker, you have to seek support. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is what I, this kind of, I want you to picture this image. When we're children, okay, and we have a stuffed animal or a lovey and we're all in our beds with our covers up to our noses, right? And we feel super comfortable and supported and, and at ease. When we're entrepreneurs or small business owners, there are no comfy covers. You know, those covers are getting ripped off of us and we're standing by the side of our bed with nothing, right? So as, an, as a small business owner, you've got to seek a different kind of support. No stuffed animal, but the support needs to come in the form of other humans, mm-hmm. right? We need to have other humans on our team. We need to have mentors and coaches and communities and support networks. Those are going to be our vital sources of reassurance when we're facing this ambiguity, when we're trying to tackle all of these feelings, when we're trying to figure out what our thought options are, right? So number four is seek support. Awesome. I've always said that just because you own your own business doesn't mean you have to do it by yourself. And that's yeah, so true. That. Andrea, I I could listen to you talk about this forever. Instead, I'm just going to go out and get a copy of the book, She Thinks Big. Now tell me, where can I find it? Well, the best place to find it is shethinksbigthebook.com. That's going to give you all the links. It's also going to give you what I call some insider goodies. Um, if you go there, you're going you're gonna to have access to a toolkit and all the other things that kind of that come with the book. So she thinks big the book.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me, Lorraine. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.